Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girls talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Today we are recording at my house. Change of scenery. It's been a while since we've done this. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, wait. Go I'm going to try to tell my story okay. about how I screwed up at work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yesterday I had a work friend meeting. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I know this. <laughs> it's very funny. And I was like, okay, it's at 1230. I'm going to make my way over, give myself plenty of time to walk over. <laughs> I get there a little bit before 1230 and I see the friend like sitting there. She's like a glass of wine deep. (laughs) And I like approach her and she's like, oh, good. You didn't stand me up. And I was like, what? Like, oh, I thought you stood me up because like you're half an hour late. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was early. I thought I was early. I was taking my time. And she's like, no, it was at 12 o'clock. So we like both compared phones and for hers, it said 12 o'clock. For mine, it was 1230. Oh, gosh. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, I feel so bad. Like, let me take the bill. Like, she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Like, let me take it. Like, she only had a glass of wine and like some Saganaki. So like cheese. It should be like super cheap. (laughs) I get the bill and it's like $100. (laughs) Where is this restaurant that you want to? Are you able so, to tell us? It was uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Estoria Volos. Oh yeah, yeah, Volo. Yeah. Volo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's like Greek food. Yeah. Greek food isn't supposed to be more than like twenty dollars. Also, it's lunch. It's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so she ordered fifty dollars cheese, and I'm just like, well, she got the sparkling water. Oh. So gosh. I had sparkling water when I sat down, and then it was wine, which was like. $30. She got a bottle? No, no, no. Okay. It was a glass. It was a very expensive glass. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I'm a civil servant, man. Like, <laughs> just got a cheap one for the team. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. So that was my FML story of the oh, week. Oh, gosh. I feel like I have a lot of those. Like, not, not like, specifically relating to that, but a lot of... Um, FML moments as yeah. well. But that was a good one. Yeah. Well, next time it comes across, we'll record it and let you guys know. Yeah. I thought I'd share that. No, that was a good one. <laughs> good oopsies. <laughs> um, I like that. <laughs> uh, so this week we're uh, going to talk about cheating. <laughs> so different. <laughs> Also, an natural oops- segment. No, it's, a, it's an oopsie moment yeah, too. Speaking of oopsies, yeah, um, we're gonna define cheating, um, what it means to us, uh, and um, whether it's emotional, physical. Have you been cheated on, or have you comforted someone who has been cheated on, or maybe you were the one who was doing the cheating? no judgment (laughs) this is a judgment-free zone yeah so um i guess i'll start with asking uh, joanne like what do what would you define as cheating like if you went to a friend and said oh my husband cheated on me yeah like 
what does that like what does that entail in your mind I feel like if I were to say that it would have to be like a full relationship like a relationship has been formed um they've been seeing each other they've been like like probably sleeping with each other but I think like it would really but does it have to get to that point no I don't think it would yeah I think it would like honestly if a relationship has been formed I feel like that's already cheating yeah for me for me I feel like cheating is if I was right beside you Mm -hmm. right right beside my boyfriend and he wasn't going to act the way he was going to act without me there yeah I feel like there's something to hide yeah I feel like when there's something to hide and um you know you're not telling the whole truth yeah that's cheating yeah I think that's the thing right like when there's something secretive like if you're not if it's something that you would be afraid to tell me or like not want to tell me that's probably like what I would consider cheating Mm -hmm. like that's Probably when you should be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, why am I sneaking around? Yeah. And why do you... Okay. And another question that I always wonder is, how do we... How does one person or how does a relationship get to that point where one person cheats on another person? Do you think that it is an oopsie moment? Or do you think that it's kind of a buildup of something happening in the relationship? Um both parties are unhappy or do you think that hey you know what it does happen oh my gosh I don't know like I've seen so many relationships and I'm like I don't know why it happens Mm -hmm. personally I feel like there's probably something that the person feels like there is something wrong in the relationship that they would feel like they have to look somewhere else for it um but I don't know like sometimes it might just be like a oopsie moment where they're like caught up in an like an in a feeling or uh in a moment maybe they were drunk and made a mistake like I don't know but I feel like there always has to be something deep down inside that's Mm -hmm. wrong that's my perspective anyways what do you think do you disagree um I don't know I I don't I don't know if I disagree or agree but I think that if you are cheating on someone, there doesn't necessarily have to be anything wrong with the relationship itself, but the person who's doing the cheating definitely has some deep-rooted problems. Yeah. Right? So it's not like, so I... Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's in that person who's doing the cheating. Exactly. So it might not be in the entire relationship. That's what I think. So, like, if my partner was to cheat on me... Yeah. Um... The first, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Like I, I think the, the the automatic reaction would be like crap. Yeah. Like what's wrong with our relationship and um, what have you know, I done? What triggered you to do that? Did I do something to trigger you to do that? Like yeah. these are kind of all the the list of question kind of like going on and on. Um, for you to like literally go through the entire list to kind of find some kind of answer that will help you get some kind of like meaning or closure or um, cause you to be less confused about the entire situation. But I think once you've settled down and have a moment and to really think about and analyze the entire relationship or whatnot, um, the problem might not lie on like you yourself, but you know, maybe your partner is insecure about something. Yeah. Um, maybe it was some um, 
a past relationship that, you know, they were cheated on. And I think the list goes on. So um, I don't necessarily think that it's a relationship problem. There might be some things that have triggered it. But I think um, the person who did the cheating definitely has some kind of, um, they'll always have some kind of explanation as to why they did it. Do you think so, though? Like, that they might always have an explanation? Because I feel like sometimes they might not. Like, in some cases that I've seen, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it. Like I don't think they'll ever say that I felt like it. It's either I'm drunk, you know, I was in the right. moment. Uh, we, we had an argument, and I don't know where we stand. There's always some kind of excuse yeah. that they come up with and fabricate it's yeah. their they're just creating their own narrative yeah as to why this happened and number one to either make themselves feel better or second maybe just save the relationship yeah right like i i feel like as a person who's kind of been through a lot of those scenarios yeah. i have been cheated on i probably have cheated on someone. okay what do you mean you probably have cheated on someone um, i probably i probably did <laughs> I don't know what we were. Okay, well, so this is the excuse part that I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I did it because I... But I probably wouldn't have done it if they stood beside me. So I, I guess that was cheating. Okay, wait. What? What is going on? Okay. So let me just explain. Yeah. So I've been cheated on. I have cheated okay, on Okay. I want to know about the you cheating on because like then you can maybe give light to like what you were saying yeah. to define as cheating. Um, I think being cheated on feels like freaking crap. <laughs> I don't want to know about being cheated on. I want to about you cheating. Oh, me cheating <laughs> yeah, on someone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just didn't value the relationship. Simple. Okay, but like what happened? So like... I literally had no respect for this guy. And I... Like it was a shitty thing for me to do. Yeah. How long right? were you guys dating for? This was in university. Okay. So I dated on and off for this with this person probably four years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And okay. throughout the entire time... Like I... It was a bad relationship. It mm-hmm. was a toxic. It was a bad relationship. I saw no future. Um, I liked his company. Like, yeah. it was good enough, but, like, it was never going to be good enough yeah. for the long run. Yeah. Right? So I feel like it, it was cheating because I definitely hid it from him. He had mm-hmm. no idea that I was seeing other people yeah. than I, or that I was going out on other dates Yeah, for probably a year or two. Did he find out? Um... I think he had an inkling. Yeah. And then, like, I told him. Okay. And then I think... You said, like, hey, I'm cheating on you? No, I'm not cheating. I didn't say <laughs> I'm cheating on you. But, like, I think um, as the time as time progressed, he was yeah. like, hey, can I hang out with you on this day? Want to do something on this day? I kept saying no, no, and no. And then he's like, what's going on? Right. Like, what are you doing with all your time? Yeah. Right? And then I kind of... I had to spill it to him, like, well, I'm seeing other people. Right. And then I think he was shocked at first. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those relationships where I treated him badly and he accepted it. And then over time, he would just keep accepting what I gave him. Right. As whatever I gave him, he just, like, took. Yeah. And was okay with it. And yeah. he, he never expected more from me because yeah. he felt like if he expected more from me, then I would just leave. Yeah. So it's one of those terrible relationships that should never, no, I I shouldn't say should never have happened, (laughs) but um, I think that he should have ended it with me. Do you think there was anything he could have done to like 
have prevented that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you stay in the relationship? It, we, why we, didn't you just end it? Because it was easy and comfortable and it mm. was convenient. Okay. Right? So he did whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Yeah. And we saw each other a lot at school. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's how the relationship started and developed. Um, but throughout, you know, like it, it, I knew for a fact that it was never going to go anywhere. Yeah. To the point where I didn't really introduce him to any of my friends. Right. Right. And I think. Well, that's already a sign. That's like a really big sign. He met yeah. my parents once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've met his parents multiple times. Yeah. Right. So I feel like it was oh, a very. I feel for this guy right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was definitely an imbalance of relation, like very imbalance in terms mm. of like how much effort. Right. Um, he was putting into it and how much effort I put into it. It was not equal. Right. It was not a 50-50 relationship at all. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, he did not deserve that at all. Yeah. Uh, but I think looking back at it, now that I'm a little older and understand um, this, like relationships a little bit better, I think that I would, I should have or would be less selfish now if this happened to me mm-hmm. to not waste anyone's time yeah. and drag this thing out and treated someone um badly yeah um because he totally doesn't deserve it right i feel like there's like an aspect of it where it is like that immaturity too where you so can't immature, like, yeah you're unable to end the relationship just because you're like oh, i don't want to yeah and you're not thinking like you're unable to get to the point of thinking about the other person i think it was complete selfishness yeah. on my part right yeah. because i feel like it was just me being young and want I wanted convenience. I wanted to feel like I was wanted, but then I also wanted to do things on my own terms and explore other relationships. Yeah. And for this poor guy, so lovely. Yeah. When he thought that we were exclusive, I was probably not exclusive for the majority of our relationship. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Have a drink to this guy. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Well, you've changed. Okay. But can I add to yeah, yeah, that yeah. as well? So um, that was the second relationship that I had. Okay. So that was in university. But I feel like a part of it, and it has nothing to do with this guy that I was dating at all. I think a part of it was also me kind of lashing out on being cheated on. Mm-hmm. Right? So... um relationship prior to that one I was hurt so badly Mm -hmm. I was blindsided I was so hurt and I just felt so like broken for such a long time right right I think that relationship was maybe like two years because he cheated on you yeah it was I mean it was never gonna like now looking back at it it was never going to last no matter how hard I tried and what I did differently yeah um it was just we weren't meant to be we were too young we were going to 
different universities. Yeah. And um, it was just never going to last. Yeah. But I kept holding on and kept holding on to it, hoping that, you know, we would maybe make it work. Yeah. And it got to the point where it, I don't necessarily think it's his fault mm-hmm. now looking back at it because it was just more like he tried so hard to break up with me and I kept saying no. And he's like, she's not getting the point here. So I'm just going to go off and do my own thing. And when I found out, it was kind of like, dang, that was kind of a dagger in my heart. Right. And that probably took like a really, really long, like probably a year for me to get over. Right. Probably because that was my first love. Um, And I was a little blindsided. I was also naive. Yeah. I think naive is a better word than blindsided because there were signs. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me meant multiple times. But um Wait, he told you what? He was like, Hey, I don't think this is gonna work. Uh, <laughs> Let's break up. Um, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like naive and like not wanting to like um like come to reality and like realize that this relationship is over, it's not working and it's not healthy for either of us. I became like so obsessive about like his whereabouts Mm -hmm. that I like needed to know. And if I didn't, I would go nuts and crazy. And that really did affect like my mental health and also like um, how I did in school. And like, it was like first year university, I was trying to make friends, didn't make any because I was so focused on trying to hang on to this one relationship that was basically no longer there yeah so I think after that relationship I jumped um into this one where it was just so comforting because Mm -hmm. he was so like different from the first one and he treated me so well and I definitely liked him Mm -hmm. for the first year but then when you realize like after you know a year or so you're like this is not the guy I don't think I was mature enough at that time to be like, hey, I need to end this because dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Right. Because I think when you're in university, um, at least for myself, I'll speak for myself. I think I just wanted a boyfriend. Yeah. Right. You don't really think about the future and any of that. But yeah, now that we're a little older, um, I think that definitely comes into play because I feel like if. I'm talking to someone right now and I don't really see a future. Yeah. I would probably be a lot more verbal in yeah. terms of where I stand and stuff like that so that I don't waste anyone's time. So I think it's definitely growth, maturity, and not being in the right mindset that it was my also my own insecurities of, you know, why I cheated and all that stuff. I so. think it's also like a large part is that now we're probably able to be like, I'm okay on my own. Yeah. But I guess when you're in a relationship and you're like unable, yeah, Yeah. when you can't break it off, even though you're clearly not interested in the relationship anymore, it's partly because you're like, I just don't want to, I don't know how to deal with it. When you dated someone for two years, when you were like 18 or Mm -hmm. 19, that seems like a lifetime. Yeah. Right. And that's all you know. That's your comfort zone. You don't really know where, where else to be. And at that time, as a teenager, you haven't really come to your own yet. Yeah. Right? So because of those insecurities, I felt like I needed to hang on to someone, which is extremely selfish. And I feel like that's why the cheating came came about. Right. Yeah. I don't feel proud about it, but it's definitely something that I feel like was triggered from the first relationship to the second relationship. And then I don't do that anymore. FYI. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's interesting. Like, there's the saying, "Once a cheater, always a cheater." That's so not true. Clearly, with your case, it's not true. I don't. I just don't think that's true. Like, people change. Yeah. Right. And from relationship to relationship, there's different triggers. You work on different things, and um, the person that you che- cheated on might have triggered you to like. I'm not. I'm not blaming it on anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that at all. But you know, sometimes you're just not a good match. Yeah. Right? Oh, and for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's like a certain level where once you get married or something, it becomes like another level, or is it about the same? Where once you're in a relationship, you just don't cheat. I think once you're in an exclusive relationship, absolutely, you should not cheat. Right. Um. I think once you're married, and if you cheat, because that's, that's so much harder to just break it off to be like. Okay, this isn't working. I'm gonna go. I'm interested in somebody else now. You know what I mean? Like we were kind of saying, like, why don't you just end it? You can if you just end it, then you're allowed, like you're free game mm-hmm. to go see whoever you want, and you didn't have the maturity. But I feel like it's a different level when you're married mm-hmm. to go out and like. I think, I, I think. Okay, I'm yeah. not married, so I don't know. But I feel like if you've made a lifetime commitment with someone right through marriage i feel like there could be a stronger like second chance if you cheated there might be a more willingness like willingness from your partner to want to rebuild right and and go to therapy and go to counseling on all of that to try and kind of rebuild the foundation and and the trust yeah whereas i think that's so funny because i in my head i was like if that were to happen in a marriage like as you were saying in a marriage there would be so much more opportunity for me to freak out (laughs) yeah and not go to therapy i would be like so much more upset and i would be fuming for months (laughs) maybe years years probably yeah yeah um but i feel like because you're in a marriage and yeah. it's, it's it's more of a lifetime commitment that I feel like there would be a stronger opportunity for, you know, to, to make that commitment to work on it again. Whereas I feel like if you're just in a boyfriend and girlfriend situation, mm-hmm. um, if someone cheated, I think the opportunity to try and rebuild, um, the, there's less of a commitment to want to try. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been in that situation, so mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. Like, I think the closest I've gotten to it is, like, one of my early relationships when the guy was talking to girls, I would be like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. he's cheating, he's about to cheat, I'm going crazy, <laughs> yeah. shutting him down, and he's not a allowed woman, to talk like, to Seriously, though, a woman going crazy is, there. there's a lot we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the mind goes off. Yeah. <laughs> into places you don't want us to go it's dark it's dark it's really dark and really evil (laughs) really evil yeah now okay so i i have another question so what if um your your friend is the one who cheats on his or her like girlfriend or boyfriend how would you feel about that um if it's like, how would you feel about that? And would you feel like there's an obligation to tell his or her partner about it? Oh, gosh. No, right. I think like in the scenarios in my life that I've experienced, I've always just tried to be like supportive of them. 
Mm-hmm. to like understand what's going on like are they worried about the relationship is there something underlying that like i don't know needs to be addressed with their significant others but i, I don't know it's like it's such a hard place to get in between to, mm-hmm. like i don't want to be the person to be like hey my friend's cheating on you you know like yeah. like so i don't know like that's not your place to intrusive say, yeah, yeah. right yeah so what if you're okay so i i have a scenario for you yeah if you're one of your good friends yeah come to you and was like hey they're they're in a relationship yeah pretty stable one i would say Mm -hmm. and they come to you and said i'm cheating on x and i've been doing it for pretty long period of time yeah what would be your response and how would you would you look at that person differently or like, how would you feel about that? I would look at the relationship differently. Mm. I would kind of be like, okay, maybe you guys aren't as good as I thought you guys were. Right. And I don't know. I would still, like, try to support my friend. But it's kind of like, oh, this is, you know, it's kind of like a shitty thing that you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you wouldn't look at this person differently. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Unless they have a serial, like, record of it where they're, con- like, in their life, I've seen them do it time after time after time, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, okay, this is part of, like, a deeper internal problem that you have. Would you change, would you, okay, if it was, like, a serial kind of thing, mm-hmm. would you look at your friendship differently, or? I think that's when I would, to be like, okay, are, is this somebody that worth having in my life like what's going on here Mm -hmm. um I don't know like I think that I do have some friends that I know have done it repetitively Mm -hmm. and it's like a little bit scary every time they go into a relationship like I'm honestly kind of scared for the guys sometimes yeah um but I also want them to be happy and I want to support them so I don't know. Yeah. I've never I think, yeah. dra- drastically changed yeah. my perception of them. I think generally speaking, for, for my perspective as well, is that at the end of the day, you want your friend to be happy. Yeah. Right? Whether that is being with one person or multiple people and yeah. um, them trying or to- multiple f- people at once. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, like they're trying to figure it out. So you yeah. want to be pr- supportive in the process of them trying to figure it out. Right. Yes, that's um, a good way to put it. I yeah. think like they're not there yet. They haven't found their person that they want to be with. Yeah. To make them not like I think you're right when we kind of talked about you can change. Like you, if you're a cheater, you're not always a cheater. Yeah. Because I feel like there's something under like something underlying mm-hmm. and a reason why they're doing what they're doing. Yes. Right. Whether it's they're not getting enough of this or they're not getting enough of their attention or their time or um maybe they're they're abusive or you know there's so many different things yeah that we don't know in other people's relationship as to why they're doing it yeah right so i would never judge that but i would say that if it happens like repeatedly yeah um and that it's not their first yeah like case or first cheating incident and yeah. that this is something that you're expecting out of this person um I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna have um a little bit of like I would have I-, I would be a little bit more reserved in terms of 
hey, I really thought I knew this person. And I'm like, I don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I'm not saying that it applies to friendships in terms of, like, I don't know. Right? But I'm just saying, like, if you can do this to a person that you claim that you love, right, what else can you do? So, like, how, what do you mean you would kind of think differently? Mm, I'm I'm not saying that I would change, um, I'm I'm not really sure what I'm saying. <laughs> um, like, wait, how would you view your friendship differently? Would you? I don't think I would feel the friendship differently because, like, our friendship is our friendship. But yeah, um, is it bad to say like maybe their character? No, right? Because yeah. it, it's I think it's more of a character thing. Yeah, at that point, if you've done something. So if that if you change your like perspective of the character, then what does that? Does that impact anything? Though? I'm not sure. Like, I, yeah. I I don't know enough to tell you yes or no. Right. But I think that if someone has done that repeatedly. Yeah. And that it's not their first offense. And, like, this is not the first guy they've cheated on. And um, it happens over and over again. Yeah. I would be a little afraid, I think. Right? Because it's it seems so, you know, he or she becomes such a good liar. Right. Because right. so if they're in a relationship, yeah. them as much. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I wouldn't trust them, but I would question like, like I, I get scared around people who are such great liars and can be so um, or act like everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like they can go out and cheat and then come home to this person and be OK. Right. Like I find that very scary. That Almost. is probably really scary. I'm really good at that, though. Oh, <laughs> talking about what are you referring to well no i'm just really good at lying i feel like oh my god <laughs> i view you differently yeah. should i be worried no i don't lie to you oh my god but how it's do i just know like that you're not lying right now <laughs> you just said you're really good at lying i am like when i have to plan my friend's surprise party oh and like i have to lie to them i'm just i'm just like oh don't worry like things are taken care of <laughs> No, okay, but, like, that's different, though. Yeah. Right? Lying about... I'm really good at lying for good causes. Okay, Okay, so anyways, we're totally on topic now. Um, No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can... It almost, like, it's like a serial killer type of characteristic. Right. Where you can literally go maybe, you know, sleep with someone. Yeah. Come home the day of or the night of or the next day and be like, hey, honey, how's your day? Like, that's frick... That's yeah. crazy. That's a little effed up. Yeah. No? Yeah. Like, that's the part that I get scared about. Yeah. Not, I I don't know. I, I don't think that, you know, if it, they were my friend, I don't think that they'd do anything to harm me. Yeah. Right? That's not the thing. Like, I don't think that our friendship would change because I feel like that's just yeah their relationship with this person. Yeah. However, like, it's but, a little scary. Okay. Would you confront them about it? I think depending on the severity of the situation. Like, what do you mean? Like, what's the levels that you would be like, okay, at this point, it's reached this certain level of severity. I need to Like, how many times this person has done it? Okay, so how many times do they have to do it for you? I don't know. I don't have a number. I don't have an answer about that, (laughs) right? But, like, I feel like when it becomes a little too scary for me. Yeah. You would address it? I, I think I would. I think, like, with my friends... I would probably, I kind of understand what you're saying. Like for me, I would be, I think it would impact not how I see them, but I would be like, the problem is with you and you need to grow. Like you're probably still too immature 
to really be maintaining these relationships. And then after a certain point, when I see it again, because like as a friend, you have to support them through it. And I'm like, I would probably get fed up <laughs> with being like, oh, you cheated again. That's okay. Do better next time. I'd probably be like, stop it. I think that's what I'm referring yeah. to. Right? Like, I, I feel like I'm the type of person that like will support you, support you, support you. Until the point where I'm like, oh gosh, you're really crossing the line right here. Yeah. I don't know how much more supportive I can be. Yeah. And that's the point where I switch off. Right. Right. So like, I, I don't, I don't think that I'm the best person to say like, oh, will I confront you? Or if I don't, maybe how I deal with it is that like, I, I just shut off. Yeah. So if I'm like, ooh, like I'm turned off and I don't know how to deal with it, I just won't. Yeah. So maybe that's the point I and get to. And that's so interesting too. Like that might be another topic, but it's like, how do you approach your friends about these things? Like, right? com- like, like or j- confrontation in general. Are you even supposed to judge them on that? Yeah. Like, it's really hard. Yeah. Like, is that even a friend's place to judge them on something mm-hmm. like that? Or are we just there to be supportive that's another topic we can save for another day yeah anyways um what if your friend is the one being cheated on and how do you support them what is the stages that they go through that you kind of have to help them through mm-hmm. have you had any experiences like this i think so yeah um i think um the first thing to do is be a good friend and bring a bottle of wine over <laughs> <laughs> yeah just give them a lot of alcohol yeah, alcohol yeah. is definitely the key we're not alcoholics here <laughs> no, no, let's like, talk basic <laughs> no but like you gotta you gotta go in be a good friend be supportive you know um bring a bottle of wine um, my, my cure, I don't know why. I don't even think this movie is about cheating or anything like that. I freaking love watching like Bridget Jones' baby. <laughs> and like, there's a scene. Okay. And okay. For those of you who have not watched it. Okay. This is going out of topic again, but there's a scene and right in the beginning after she goes to spin class and she turns 40 or whatnot. Yeah. She's at home in her PJs, uh, drinking wine and dancing to music. I'm like, <laughs> That is me. <laughs> like, if I was single and I got cheated on, I'm like, that's exactly what I would do and exactly what I would look like. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know why that, scene's keep, that scene keeps coming back to me, but, if I, like, if one of my friends got cheated on, that's exactly what we're going to do. Bring a bottle of wine, watch Bridget Jones' Baby. Um, what's another one? Like, um, like some, what is that one called? Like, um, he's not that into you. Yeah. Um, I feel like you would have to watch something where it doesn't go in a happy ending or it doesn't end with something happy, though. Like, you don't want the couple to get together. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, the breakup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is that better? I don't know. But, like, I think the cure to um, or or the beginning stages of trying to, to get over a breakup is definitely a lot of wine, a lot of girls night in. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching terrible, you know, chick flick movies, which I love, by the way. Um, let's do a poll on your some of your favorite chick flick movies because I think I need to replenish mine. Yeah, <laughs> what are new chick flicks these days? <laughs> I don't know. I've watched like Bridget Jones' Baby seven times. <laughs> the last one was two weeks ago. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, I think that those are the beginning stages, and um. I think as also as a good friend, you kind of have to, you know, let them grieve on their own. 
um, be there to support, listen, encourage, and then um, throw them back in the dating scene. <laughs> like get a rebound. I don't know. Yeah. That's like my go-to is like... Rebound? <laughs> yeah. Get them a bottle of wine and then put them on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's go on Tinder right now. Yeah. Let's swipe. Let's get you a date tonight. Or whatever, like, yeah. app, I don't know. Hinge. That's the new one, right? Find Basic Bro on it or something. Yeah. Like, add to cart. Add to add cart. To cart. <laughs> Conja Queen, you yeah. know, long walks by the water. If you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, we're referencing an episode with Basic Bro. I think it was episode 16 or yeah. something like that. One of our more popular episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so definitely check that one out because that was very timely, especially if you need to go on a dating app or you yep. need to get a friend on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. I think that's kind of the go-to. I'm so horrible when my friends are sad. I am the worst when people cry. Oh, yeah. I can't. I don't know what to do. Like, oh I'm God. the worst at comforting somebody. Like, do you want a joke? Yeah. Can I make you, like, laugh? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I just laugh at myself? Eventually make you so uncomfortable that you have to Let laugh? Let me pet you on the <laughs> head. <laughs> because that's my, just like my first reaction is pet you on the head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's bad. We're like really similar that yeah. way. Where we're I think both I'm getting awkward. better. Um, <sighs> I think I told somebody recently who was like going through a breakup. I'm like, well, at least you're still kind of young. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, you're right. But immediately after I said it, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to take that way back, like foot in mouth moment <laughs> completely. Yeah. So don't come to me (laughs) pretty much (laughs) if you're going through that I won't be very helpful unless you need a laugh know what I'm good for okay (laughs) I'm really good at drinking wine and watching Netflix and you know listening and just you know being there yeah so So Vanessa would be a much better friend to go to I don't know if I'll have any real advice for you but um, I'm also I don't think they want advice I also think I'm not sure if this is helpful because I I find that some of my friends get mad at me when I'm um, this way (laughs) (laughs) I'm really really logical Yes. I am extremely logical, so I cannot relate, and I don't know how to relate, and this is one of my weaknesses that I promise to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not sensitive. So, like, when someone comes to me with a problem and then I think that they're hypersensitive, I would just be like, hold up. Like, yeah. why don't you think about it this way? Because we're, like, the same Enneagram way? type, and yeah. our thing is that we always want to fix a problem because we don't want to feel yeah. the emotion. Yeah, so, so I feel like someone yeah. who's going through a breakup doesn't actually want you to be freaking logical. Yeah. They just need you to sit there and listen yeah. and comfort them. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's kind of what I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, like, it's hard because for me... If I was going through something hard. Or I like, would want solutions. I want solutions. Like, how do I get out of this? Let me know. Like, what are the next steps? Okay, yeah. I'm going to do it. For me, it's like, if I got cheated on, I'm like, okay, give me like a three-step plan. Yeah. Right? And give me like timelines on each of them. Yeah. And like, I will do them. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I And don't there's know. no grieving timeline. Like, it's I not get, like. I might give myself like one day. Yeah. Like you like one day of like, oh I, I know that. I really have to be sad, eat ice cream. I wanna eat like I would order all of the or, like Uber Eats stuff that I would <laughs> like 
you know, from restaurants I would never order at. Yeah, it would be, you would make it into a fun event. Yes. (laughs) Today I'm going to be sad with a lot of ice cream. Yeah. My favorite bottle of wine or rosé. Oh, I'm going to order like pizza and fries and everything. And I would watch Mary, Kate, and Ashley. Oh my God. (laughs) Passport to Paris. Oh, I love that. I know. Or takes two. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. this is way too much fun for us. Now. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> back to business. Yeah. Here. Back to business. <laughs> so uh, people, not everybody um, goes through grief the same yeah. way that we do. And I think another um, good kind of uh, point to bring up is that like, like we said, like not everyone grieves the same way, but also everyone's timeline, healing timeline is mm-hmm. different. So what I've noticed for myself, and I'm sure you can relate to it as well, I literally give myself like a day or max three days to be sad about it, and then I'm done. So Mm -hmm. for people who grieve for like months, I honestly don't understand them. So like I have trouble understanding why you're still on the couch and why you're not out doing things. So I feel like as a friend who's comforting someone who's been cheated on, I need to turn that um kind of switch and be like hey no Vanessa like grief takes so many it, it comes in different forms yeah. and different timelines and you have to accept that that person is not you yeah and that person's not Joanne yeah. <laughs> so they grieve differently instead of telling you what you should do if somebody is grieving through this process I will tell you what you shouldn't do like yeah. don't bash the person oh <laughs> like the person who the cheated person on who cheated on them okay because I had a friend who oh, no. got cheated on. <laughs> it was so together. sad. Oh, Bashed them like crazy. <laughs> it was like, oh, they you're too good for them. They weren't good for you anyways. They're like a jerk. Yeah. They got back together. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then, of course, because they're in a happy relationship, he tells everything that like people said to him when they were broken up. Yeah. And now it's like a permanent rift in the friendship. It's like you right. can you can't redeem yourself after calling that person or like a jerk or yeah. not worthy of love. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you went there. <laughs> oh no. So don't do that because you never know yeah. <laughs> what might happen. No. Okay. Another thing that I want to talk about is um, oh, this this one is kind of it actually breaks my heart, not in a good way, <laughs> but. Has um, ever in a good way. No, it, like it's more cringeworthy than heartbreaking. So when, like you said, right? So your friend's, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend cheated on him or her, and then they get back together. And then through the process before they got back together, they consulted you on so many different things, and you guys come up with a plan. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna stick with it, and then they get back together. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck? We just talked about this. Like we went through this. You're not. You're gonna be strong. You weren't gonna get back together. Um, what's your take on? giving them advice like if someone's oh coming if your friend's coming to you for advice like they got cheated on they're broke they, they're heartbroken and you know months down the road and you're like you know what i think i'm considering giving this person another chance because i really think that they've changed yeah like how do you as a friend oh my gosh that is right? honestly one of the hardest things yeah. in the world like I, you, wanna, you just want to like bite your tongue because you're like oh you shouldn't say the things but yeah. you really want to yeah Especially because you thought you they were on the same page and they're like, yeah, like totally. And usually think, that's the case. Yeah. And then until it doesn't. Yeah. 
I think that is honestly one of the hardest things in friendships. And I still haven't really mastered that because I, whenever that happens, I'm still so annoyed. Yeah. And like, I really hold it against the person, which is like not really fair because they have, you know, rule over their own lives, their lives, they can do whatever they want. But like, oh my gosh, like, obviously, I just want what's best for them. And I mean, who's to say, but when it's a really bad situation, like, I think. Yeah. I would really wish that they would just listen to me. Like, I yeah. always, I'm always right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm usually yeah. not, so whatever. Um, I think for me, I would be extremely supportive the first couple times that happen. Yeah. And then once you see those patterns kind of happening, they break up, they get back together, they break up and they get back together. And it becomes kind of like, okay, you're not really broken up. Yeah. Right? So then when they come to you for advice, I actually kind of get frustrated and actually stop giving advice altogether because yeah but now you're like passive aggressive to them like (laughs) yeah so it's kind of like i would rather just stay out of it yeah it's true yeah so that's that's my take on that is i think that probably is the best advice to just kind of like hold your tongue and stay out of it yeah i also think another really good one is don't give advice or don't give your your input or your take on things until you're asked yes right because yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) like it's a really good step maybe this is for all the people who are like us (laughs) everybody else is like yeah obviously (laughs) wait what enneagram are we sevens okay seven yeah (laughs) we'll do a a podcast episode because i feel like it's really relatable and Mm. i've definitely learned a lot from it um but yeah so definitely what like when you're faced with a situation where you could offer your advice or you could just listen just listen or you can ask like do you want advice sometimes that can still bite you in that but but um why why Let's just end it on that. Cheers. Oh my gosh, you can't end it on that. Cheating. Define. Cheating defined. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic.